You're listening to Woo Sox Insider, presented by your Worcester Red Sox. And welcome back to Woo Sox Insider. It has been a little while. Uh, we have been a little busy here <laughs> at the park. Uh, there's been a lot going on. We just finished up another homestand here, a great homestand, huge crowds, a lot of good baseball, a lot of wins. Um, for those who don't remember, it's been a little while. Sitting over here in the red is Dave Leonardi, our fearless producer. I'm Brennan Black, and today with us is Michael Smithers from the Woo Sox front up, office. Guys? And more importantly, in my opinion, <laughs> for all the Woo Sox Spanish uh, content, Woo Sox baseball. Yes. Um, Michael, thank you for joining us. This is, um, you know, we're about at the halfway point of the season now. Um, and I, I think it's about two homestands ago, we started, um, you know, having our Spanish broadcast team sitting in on each one of our games. Yep. And you guys have your little studio set up here in the DCU club, which That's is crazy. where we're recording from right <laughs> now. Um, and, you know, this is kind of a, uh, a, 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 it was long in the making here because yeah. you were here last year. Yep. yep. Um, and I know last year. Uh, this was a priority to get the, um, you know, the Woo Sox Spanish content more out there and to make it more robust. And we've got an Instagram page. We've got a Twitter page. Um, we've got highlights with awesome uh, Spanish broadcasting. <laughs> we've got players on the team who are uh, able to send clips and send things yep. to their families back home. Um that don't need to be translated or anything like that. Just give me your insight on how this is all started and where your headspace is, because I know you must be. It must be spinning. It's crazy. It is. First of all, thanks, Brenda, Dave, for for having me. I know we've we've talked about being here, the three of us, a long time now. But it is what it is. Baseball. It's it's a busy sport. Just oh. let's just put it right, like like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But but uh, yeah, it's been a, a crazy ride. This two three weeks. Of, of work with the Spanish content team. Shout out to to them because it's not not only me. It's also Andres Hernandez from Colombia. He's uh, an intern and he's been a great part of this. And of course uh, Jorge Tuche. He's also from Mexico, like like myself. He's also an intern. But between the two of those those guys and and me, we've we've been uh, we've been creating um, specific content in Spanish for all Spanish-speaking players and their families and friends. And of course, like the Woosox Nation, to keep it growing and growing and growing which is the the goal here right yeah and you know this is really kind of like taking off like a rocket ship a roberto rocket ship <laughs> um and you know just to see how it's grown into one of my favorite things is is when you come to polar park now um what was originally and it could still be a temporary station for you guys where you call the games right now as you're broadcasting for uh, for the Spanish uh, speaking broadcast, you're in the DCU club, so yeah, people can yeah. come walk by, and that's the coolest thing for me is you see everyone's walking by, they're standing behind you, they're you get to interact with the fans, uh, you know, it, it's it's really cool, and um, you know, it adds a whole new flavor to to the DCU club, and honestly, there is something so poetic about the way <laughs> spanish broadcasts are it's just like no offense to tyler murray jim Kane, mike antonellis cooper borbin jay burnham spanish broadcasts are way cooler <laughs> way cooler <laughs> yeah so uh 
first of all, walk me through what got you here to Worcester. You said you're a native of of Mexico, yep. grew up in Mexico, went to college in Mexico, uh, and then you were able to do your graduate studies at Northeastern. Correct. So, um, you know, before doing your graduate studies at Northeastern, what was some of your experience uh, in Mexico? So uh, it all started in, in Mexico. I started com study communications. I was my bachelor back home. I never in a million years thought I was going to end up in Worcester, Massachusetts, <laughs> you know, working for the Worcester Red Sox. But it all started like in college. I studied communications. I um, I met my now wife in college back in Mexico, right? It's like six and a half years ago, so so. And uh, I mean, it all started with me finishing school. I started working in a local TV channel, like a local news station. I was a sports anchor for them. And I did that for two years while my now wife was still in school. So after that, I was working, I was working, and pandemic hit, 2020, like that crazy year that we all want to forget. <laughs> that hit, and my wife had to come back home. She is, was born and raised in Worcester, but she did college in Mexico because her parents are Mexican. So she went to, uh, she went back, went back home. There was no point in her like paying rent yeah. while well, their own cl classes were online. So then I was trying to figure out a way to, to, to see where this was gonna go because it was like a serious relationship, right? So I applied for Northeastern. I saw this program, the Master of Sports Leadership, applied, got into it, and I was accepted, right? So I came back to live in Worcester, went to school, and I was an intern last summer for the Worcester Red Sox. I was in the sales department uh, with all the ticket sales team that they're, they're great guys and, and great people and great, a great team. Uh, I was learning like the ins and outs of, of a baseball team. I was never into like nothing like this before. I've never worked in a, in a baseball team. I used to work in the other side, you know, in journalism, reporting stuff, where I had no idea how a front office was, was like, what were the departments, what did they do? And but it, I loved it. I loved it from the minute I, I got here. You can and especially this place. I mean, it's the first organization I work in baseball, but this place has something something special. I would say. I don't know if it's it's the the people that work in the in the ballpark, the front office, the team, but that we are affiliated to the Boston Red Sox, a great organization, of course. But I loved it from the minute I got here, and I knew that I wanted to come back. So. Um, hope, um, fortunately, Dr. Charles Steinberg, he's a really true believer that Spanish-speaking is an important thing in, in this sport and this organization. So he talked to me and, and offered me this uh, opportunity to come back this summer as, a, uh, as an employee, official employee, to try to grow up, to grow up that uh, Spanish-speaking side of the, of the business. Yeah, and you know that's one of the things that is is not lost on Dr. Charles is just the the uh, enormous amount of the the size of the the spanish-speaking community here uh, yeah. in worcester and you know that's we've we're one of the uh select few teams that get to have our wape well get to have our our wapas jerseys yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a part of the copa uh like i got a i got a copa de copa de la diversión yeah <laughs> You know, uh, the fun cup, the fun, the fun cup. cup. Yeah, exactly. And so we were, you know, when we see uh, you get to see the Woo Sox wear their awesome Wapus jerseys, yeah. uh, which are available in the merch store now. Um, and you get to see Roberto the Rocket running around. The music, man, the music on those nights are fire. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. So um, one of the, you know, I think one of the, 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 
biggest parts, obviously we were bringing in the Spanish-speaking community and all that, but also, you know, our Spanish-speaking players make up a, a, a big part of our team here yeah. with, the, uh, with the Woo Sox, with the Red Sox. Um, so tell me what this means, at least from your uh from your view, from what you've heard from them, what what does it mean uh, to them that we are focusing on the Spanish speaking in the, the oh, fans? They they love it. They truly love it because first of all, they come from all over the world, right? We have uh, players from the U.S. We have players from uh, the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Colombia. Um, we have players from had players from Puerto Rico. Uh, Yu Chang made a. An appearance for us. I we have an assignment appearance uh, a couple of weeks ago, and there was people from Taiwan that were that were like interested in the team at the moment because Yu Chang was here. So, to, so they love it, right? To have content for themselves that are talking about the players from Latin America or Spanish-speaking players, um, and they love it that they can share that not only with their families and friends back home, but with his own teammates here, the American teammates here, right? Talking about Fitzy, talking about Nick Sogard, talking about um, I don't know Stephen Scott, right? They are able to share that part of their culture with their own teammates, and that creates a whole globalized clubhouse. I would I would like to think, you know, it's a globalized clubhouse where there's music from all over the place, where there's content from all over the place, and that's that's truly how 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 you learn and what makes a person grow, right? Like being able to admire other cultures and, and to add and to subtract from, from things that they like and I don't like. So I think that's important. Yeah. How cool does it feel to be one of the people that is the person creating that change here yeah. and establishing that kind of culture in our broadcast department and allows what you just said where players can share their own culture with their other teammates. How cool does that feel to be one of the people that's creating that change that hopefully more teams can follow up with? Oof, that that's a great, great, great question. I, I've never thought about it. Before. Like I, I know that there's a, there's some sense of responsibility, right? To be to be the one that is uh, starting to to see this through. But I think it's really important to to continue this this path. You know, uh, I know we are we are just starting, and we have like. Um, like a boom and, and we're like we're here in the DCU club like you mentioned and people are walking by and they're like oh what is this you know like this is cool but I, I don't want that to get lost with with the days passing by you know I want I want things to to keep changing to keep innovating to be something that sticks and something that uh, in the future hopefully be a, a huge foundation on what the Wusox are and the Wusox care about you know so I, I think it's it's really really cool. First of all, that's for me the most important thing. That it's a really awesome and cool thing that I think we're doing here, and I love to be a part of. And also, secondly, it's a great responsibility that I, I hope I'm I'm uh, I'm truly uh, capable of succeeding with that. You know, that's awesome. That's great. And you know, uh, this kind of you know, it's not just focused on the content side of things. Before the game, you guys can now go down onto the field yeah. and you can talk with these players. You can get to know them. They get to speak in their native tongue. They don't have to go through Narciso Crook to, <laughs> to uh, translate, which I think is also one of the he, coolest things. He ever. loves it, though. Of course he, he loves, loves it. it. I love it. Narciso loves the camera. He's got a great <laughs> smile. He loves being in front of it. But, um, but I think this has now really opened up these opportunities for these very unique moments, which one of them we had – Yesterday being Saturday, uh, the 24th, uh, Willier Abreu 
after the game had a gender reveal down on the field, which would never have been happened if it didn't come through you guys. And then you brought it to us, and we were able to set up a little moment right after the game, yeah. which turned into something very special. Um, yeah. So just talk about that and uh, how you know this has kind of started. Like you're, you've cultivated these relationships with the players. So uh, some of the players, while uh, our content is being created and, and stuff, uh, players love it and, and players are following the accounts and are like sharing the the, the stories and stuff. So we'll start with Odonier Mosquera, our relief pitcher. Yep. He sent me a DM yesterday in the morning and he was like, hey, we're, we're planning to do this for William Abreu because it's her birthday and they also want to do the gender reveal with, uh, with, her, with his partner right on the field. And I was trying to figure out how they want to do it they had it, they had it all set set up but they wanted to communicate with us front office to see if we could help uh, them have like a graphic on the video board to have a camera with them to have the social media content team to take them pictures which were amazing those pictures were incredible shout out to the social media content uh, Green, creator team. Uh, Eddie, yeah, Eddie, uh, Eddie Monaghan. Well, th those pictures were, <laughs> those pictures were something else. But yeah, I mean, it, w it was all about the the bridge that it was that platform, right, for the player to come up to me. He speaks Spanish, I speak Spanish. He was like, hey, can you help him with this? And it was just a matter of talking to you guys, and it was literally five minutes set it up. Talk to the ground crew. Also, shout out to the ground crew, Elliot and and all the guys. And the ground screw because they were like, okay, yeah, we can do it here, we can do it here. Just tell them that we wanted to be here, and it was like five minutes, and we had it all prepared to have an, a great, an amazing moment, right? And such an important and significant moment for them, also because they wanted to share it with the Wusox family. You know, the, all the players were were down there. No one went to the dugout. Everyone stayed out on the field, and the fans that stay in Polar Park, Ben De Castro and the PA and uh, and the PA read gave an amazing uh, reach with pure emotion and pure heart and I think it was a moment that it was something that you can't describe that's more important than baseball itself which is it's a sense of community and a sense of like yeah the Wusok's family you know yeah another cool moment today too uh, being uh, in the interview with Will Your Brain's wife yeah yeah on the broadcast today for people like me you couldn't really listen in on the broadcast because I was working or others who missed the broadcast you know what did you guys talk about because I'm sure that must have been a really cool moment for her, and not just you know, yeah. No, yeah, Ke Kelly. That's that's the name of Willier's wife. Uh, she was a little nervous, you know, going on camera. But I, I was. I just told her like, oh, it's just like an interview. It's gonna be fine. You're gonna talk about what happened yesterday in that amazing moment that you just lived. And um, Laura, our reporter with with Nesson, she was amazing as well with a question. She just asked her like, how did it feel? Like, um, who planned the whole thing? And I can tell you that it was Willier. That, that that had the idea of the idea of you know throwing the pitch and he hit him in, in the home plate, but uh, Kelly was nervous because of you know the throw and everything. So she had like a, a pre like like five warm up <laughs> pitches, had like warm up pitches. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, the arm, you know, oiling the the shoulder a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. But she was relieved and she was really proud about um, being able to share this with with something that I think is really important that she mentioned and it's important to. For the people, for people to know, she referred to the players in the Wusox as Willier's second family. You know, so I think that's really important. She was like, "We were here because that's his family." So, and that gave me chills because that's that just speaks about the 
environment and the relationships that are created in the clubhouse that sometimes us as a front office uh, as front office um, participants and employees maybe we don't appreciate or, or are able to share because we're so busy right here right so I, w I think it was a pretty cool moment that she referred to their players as, as will your second family and Worcester as his city That's so awesome. that was awesome yeah and I mean you could see the pure emotion from everyone down yeah. on the field. You said it before. Not a single player went into the clubhouse. Everyone was waiting out there. After games are over and the players either celebrate their win or they pick up their gear, they are off the field. They are in yeah, the clubhouse. Yeah. They are showering. They are getting ready. They want to go home, and they want to get some sleep. The entire team was out on the field yeah. surrounding him, so excited for him. Um, and am I right to assume – that he wanted a boy. <laughs> he, he, I, I have a, I have a little a little uh, exclusive I can give yeah, yeah, I can yeah. give here. Uh, he yeah he wanted a boy, but niño a niño a niño. <laughs> but Wilder wants to have five kids. Five kids. <laughs> yeah, five I'm one kids. of five. So one of five. So good idea. I think there's plenty of options to have boys or girls or <laughs> so. But I think yeah, a boy at the first your first kid. I think it's gonna be. Name after his dad, so it's going to be Wilder Jr. He's going to have his own starting pitching rotation. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go, yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's going to be Wilder Abreu Jr., so. Uh, that's great. I mean, yeah, yeah, Wilder. Yeah, yeah, Wilder Abreu. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, um, you know, I know we – so, obviously, going forward, we have uh, half of our, our home games now left here at Polar Park outside of, you know, calling games and that kind of stuff. What are things that uh, you guys are looking to in yeah. the future, different content ideas, different ways to interact with players and whatnot? Is there anything on the horizon that you're focused yes, on? Yes, yes, definitely. I, I believe that something – Apart from you know, like you said, the broadcast and and content on on the players, I think it's important to look outside of the Polar Park and see the people in Central Massachusetts and in Worcester specifically that are Spanish-speaking people. You know, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, immigrant people that do not speak English whatsoever, but they love the sport or, or they're just looking for for something to look up to. You know, so I'm I'm planning on on having good interaction with communities and community centers with people that speak Spanish to involve them somehow on what we're doing here, you know? Not not only focusing on baseball, but on other things that are, are important as well. Like day-to-day, -day, you know, kids that have like a role model, kids that are planning to go to school and, you know, having like little Q&A sessions with a Spanish-speaking player, you know? So having them as a role model that can show kids uh, that dreams can become possible. So stuff like that to include the the community, I think, is very important. And and content-wise, we definitely want to keep talking with the players to get to know them more. Um, no, and not only Spanish-speaking players, but also you know the guys like Fitzy and and Nick Sogard, um and Shane Rohan. You know, one of the I mean the most important pitching prospect the organization has right now mm -hmm. to 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 make them closer to the community by in, with interviews with little. You know, like uh, TV beats or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. stuff, content that can can we, we we can get to learn more about the person, less about the player. Yeah, definitely. With that content, you know, as coordinator of Spanish content. Yeah. You know, obviously this 
opens up a door for more people to, you know, enjoy Wu Sox games that may yeah. not speak English and possibly even come to the park and become Wu Sox. Yeah, yeah. This also opens up a door for people just to grow a love for the game of baseball as a whole. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could speak on just the importance of not only trying to, you know, establish more avenues of connecting with a fan base for the Wu Sox, but just how this helps the game of baseball as a whole. I, th I think what Wepa's night, you know, it's it's a huge deal here in 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 the in Polar Park, and I think that's a great avenue to open up ourselves to uh, an Latin Spanish speaking market, and investing in that idea as like Wepa nights, it's it's something that it could be really important on, on kids, for example, you know, Roberto the Rocket, it's an important figure for Wepa nights, and kids love Roberto, so. Um, if, if we have like a kid to come to Polar Park and have a great time and to see Roberto, to see that maybe a player speaks Spanish to him, you know, or, uh, or we have some three dudes in this, the DCU club that are just commenting on the game on a TV, uh, speaking Spanish, their language. I think that's that's the way to, to do it, you know, like one one great day at the ballpark can make a fan for life. I think I think that's something I really believe in. So just grinding working every single day towards that and making people happy that people that come here happy and have a great time i think that's the avenue we should take every single day i think so roberto is still first place yeah so if you haven't been to a woo Sox game this year or lately uh we have implemented mascot races they're they, awesome they awesome. add a whole new thing to uh, our mid-game uh, entertainment there so yeah i would highly suggest if you haven't seen one of those uh that's at least one reason to get to the park <laughs> oh, amongst yeah. other things um but we mentioned uh this is kind of funny. I feel like this might be how you feel during broadcasts. Right now, we're dealing with a little bit of background noise. Yeah, uh, yeah. But during a game, we are it's crazy. Uh, you know, during a game, you are right out there as uh, the the game's going on. Your broadcast, you're calling it, um, and people are standing right behind yeah. you. But one of the things I think I've seen, which is one of the coolest things, is that you know, mid inning. Um, you know, when you guys are on, you know, break, you're off off air. Um, just interacting with the fans like speaking like you, you have spanish-speaking fans coming yep, up yep. to you and i feel like they are almost in awe every single time that they see this and they see you so um like out in front of, of everyone and i think it's a really special thing um and so w what are some uh feedback what's some feedback you've heard from fans yeah. that you've talked to oh it's definitely different you know because you don't have like the quietness and the focus of, of, mm -hmm. of a booth you know of a transmission booth that it's literally you and, and the and the feed and 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 the field but over here it's i, I love it because either because you're, you're seeing the game right but you have you can experience it as a fan as well because you behind you there's all the noise there's all the all the chit chat all the all the emotions that a game of baseball can bring out so i love to be able to call a home run and just jump out of my seat like I like to do when, when there's a home run and a little kid next to me going like what is this guy doing you know? <laughs> just screaming my lungs out and, and after that I can explain to the kid oh we're calling a game in Spanish just drawing attention and, and people are just like walking by behind us and they're taking three seconds of their time to just stop and ask what we're doing I think that alone is worth it and yeah. just be able to experience with fans and to 
and to engage with them and tell them what we're doing. And, and people also are able to see what, how a transmission is done, right? A broadcast is done uh, in the flesh because they cannot go into, of, of course, they cannot go into the, <laughs> into the broadcast booth, you yeah. know? But they get an idea of, of how we call the games, how we score the games. So it's, it's great. I've, I've uh, explained to a kid before you know, on a break, like how to score a baseball game. You know, yeah. I have the lineup and oh yeah, here's a fly out, here's like a, a ground, ground out five to three or, or whatever. Yeah. So it's 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 de definitely different, but it's been a great experience. <laughs> That's awesome, because I can tell you what, those little experiences stay with yeah. kids at that age, especially like forever. I remember, you know, pe random people when I was at McCoy growing up showing me how to score a game by hand. Yeah, yeah. When I would go with a, a camp field trip, <laughs> and I'd go be the one kid buying a score sheet to go score <laughs> That's awesome. So what's the coolest fan experience that you've had so far by being in the D.C.? You have hundreds of people walking around yeah. day in, day out when, you're, when you guys are doing the broadcast. So it happened actually yesterday. That one, mm -hmm. one of the coolest. Um, so we had a rain delay, right? For two hours, so there was a lot of people in the UC DCU club. So we're on the, on the broadcast, and of course, when I ran the lay, we're, uh, we're we're having like a break because there was no game, and we were, had like a um, plate full of cookies <laughs> for for mm -hmm. our, our broadcast team, right? And a a little kid, like I would be like seven, six years old, with his little brother, he came by and he was like, he asked us, "What? Well, what are you doing?" Oh, this is Spanish broadcast, and he was like really into it. Like he was like, "Oh, but what program do you use? You know, and the software." And so he was really into it, and we were like, "Oh yeah!" And right here is the the English broadcast cabin and, and the booth. Or he was like, "Oh yeah, I don't want to go there. They don't have cookies." <laughs> <laughs> so simple things. Yeah, when, when he said that, I went jump into the office, grabbed two hats, gave them to him and his brother, and the mom was was so grateful and she was like oh they're gonna use it the whole game and i saw the the kids like walking by me like three more times that they're wearing the hats and that i think that's that's the most amazing moment we've had in these two homesteads yeah you know it's it's we have a very unique opportunity here whether you know you're doing a spanish broadcast or like dave and myself in the control room yeah. um you know we have uh a, a, a this big sandbox that we're able to play with every <laughs> single time we're here and the best thing about it um from my perspective and it sounds like from your perspective too is that fan interaction and being able yeah. to make people's day and being able to you know when i cut cut a camera to bring it up onto the big screen i do that however many times a day uh but that kid who gets up on that big board is going to talk to his friends all Ooh. all summer about how I was up on well I one time I got up on that yeah. board I got so and I know that those kids who were talking to you it's like well I got this hat from the Spanish you know broadcast I got it from Michael and like so uh, you know it, it's it is really cool and I've, I've definitely talked about it uh, many times before but what we're able to do here uh, at Polar Park and with the Worcester Red Sox is really special and I think what you and your team are doing for the Spanish-speaking community, for the English-speaking community, for the baseball community, is is really special. Thank and you, um, you know, there's I don't think there's a better person that could have been the inaugural uh, Spanish. It, man. Uh, don't be like that. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it, it is a pleasure watching you work, um, you. watching you grow in that position, um, and seeing you guys just you know getting out there every single day and uh, and really um, you know expanding what we're able to offer here uh, with the Worcester Red Sox. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Um, you guys are creating fans for life. You 
That's crazy. That, that's I, I do realize that now, now, <laughs> uh, because people have repeated that to me. You know, I, I was like, okay, we're gonna do this thing, but now that you say and a bunch of people have said to me, like, yeah, we do have like a responsibility, you know, because if if maybe and everyone, I think everyone here has a responsibility. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if you're an intern. Doesn't matter if you are like Dr. Charles Time or the president of the club. If a little kid comes to you with a question with uh, something, you have. Um, duty to solve that kid's question or just say hi to him you know i think mm -hmm. that's important because you know the impact maybe for you it's like it'll take two th two seconds or whatever you know the impact that that answer could have on the, that kid's life so that's on you so i think that's that's great and that's a great question yeah yeah well Michael, this was awesome. Thank you very much for joining us after what was a very long home. Let's stand. go to bed now. Yeah, let's <laughs> we go need a shower and a bed. <laughs>